0: <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. You know, cause the camera good. got 36, 30 minutes on there.
0: So it stops at the same time. Team activities, paulas. <laughs> team <That's it. laughs> <laughs> I
2: didn't realize it. <laughs> you are oh, terrible. <laughs>
1: Welcome back. It's Kalon. It's your boy D. Pill, and this is Dope Active Active Fathers. Ooh, we man, we got us a vehicle in the day. (laughs) We got us a vehicle in the day. (laughs) Yeah, man. Look, man. This is episode six, brothers six. We passed the milestone, episode six, and we couldn't done. We could have done it without putting our boy. Desmond Tank Jackson, man. What's up, y'all? Yeah, What's yeah. up, my man? Cheers. And I appreciate you coming on. For sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: My my man.
1: And I'm going I'm to go ahead and let Desmond introduce himself. Go ahead and introduce. Allow him to reintroduce himself. His okay. name is?
2: <laughs> Tank. Tank. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tank. <laughs>
3: Uh, what's up y'all? My name's uh Tank Henry Jackson. Most of y'all know me as Desmond Jackson, but I am changed I changed my name. So my name is Tank Henry Jackson now. Mm, um, I know that. about myself, uh well I mean what y'all wanna know? Nah, well, what,
1: what are you ki- what what are you currently doing right now? That's really big. What are you currently doing <laughs> right now or what are you getting ready to do? That big that big thing <laughs> you what know, I'm talking about.
3: So uh currently right now, um I'm a graduate assistant right now for the University of Houston uh, for the D-line. Oh. Uh, right now we are currently leading the nation right now in sacks, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. third down defense, okay. and we're 71 right now, and we're undefeated right now in our conference. Yes, sir. Shout up. out to the Blue Rage
1: crew, man. Yes, Putting on for the H, man. You know what I'm talking hey, about H. that's uh the is it uh, the Conference USA. Or oh, it's American. American. American, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. putting on boy. Put a whooping on the uh, on Tulsa the that one night, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a Thursday night, yeah, night game, wasn't you it? Know, there's a little something, you know, yeah, man. Yeah. Listen. And what do you get ready to do? You getting ready to it's it start with a G, man. It's big something big about to happen, man. It's <laughs> yeah, bigger, than so, bigger, than uh, bigger than ball, you know.
3: So I'm about to actually uh graduate uh about to get my master's from, from the University of Houston. Um, actually, about to graduate with a 3.8 GPA. Ooh. Yes. yes, sir.
1: That's That's right. Black excellence, man. That's what it's about, bro. <laughs> Educated black brother, right
2: here. Robbie got something for us. So, I got a question. How did you get to the position that you are now to become a graduate assistant D line coach?
3: Oh, man. I mean, first thing first, man, like, all glory to God. Um, because my story about that is a little bit different, it's actually really crazy. So, um, For those who don't know my backstory, so um, I actually played with these two young gentlemen right here, I've been around all of us right now, you know what I'm saying, we've been at Westfield. Uh, I actually ended up um, getting an opportunity to go play at the University of Texas at Austin, so I'm a Longhorn, um, alumni from University of Texas.
2: Crazy, Um, I actually had
3: the opportunity to go and play uh, in the NFL I was with the Kansas City Chiefs, so I was there for uh training camp, ended up getting cut. And then uh, after that, you know, I tried to, you know, dabble in a little bit of different things. Um, after I got cut, you know, I was trying to figure out like what my life was gonna be at. Yeah. And so in twenty seventeen I actually was an intern for the University of Houston for about a good eight months. So I was in there doing strength and conditioning with them, with the guys that are there now. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't seen like a lot of these guys that are playing right now as freshmen, mm-hmm. and I had good, I had some good relationship with those guys. And so, um, you know, guys got us good all the time because I right. ended up. And I mean this this old coach that used to like uh, train me for free, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually was giving me my first opportunity to try to do strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. And his name was uh, Tim Jackson, Coach Jackson. I really appreciate you, man, because you don't know Shut how up. much you really helped me out. Shout, Shout out, out coach. coach Jackson. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so in that transition, you know, I'm trying to like find jobs. It's kind of hard for me to find some jobs or whatever. So I was praying every day, asking God, like, what exactly what He wants me to do. Mm-hmm and so he like you know sometimes as young men like we always want to try to jump the hoop like we feel like we got to be able to do stuff like Mm -hmm. immediately like why why we ain't getting this why we ain't getting that right now and then god just saying look i got a plan for you but you got to trust my plan for you you're gonna go through some struggle for a while you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day man like you just keep pushing forward like god is gonna make sure that you understand what the vision was Mm -hmm. and so i ended up having to swallow my pride and actually had to be a sub at westfield Mm -hmm. for a whole year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to earn some extra money do Mm stuff like that. And then right after that, um, uh, after I got done uh, doing myself whatever, I was gonna try to be a teacher so I can go be a coach.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. And it's just crazy because my dad who owns his own crane and machinery company in Houston, he actually worked with a a guy whose friend actually was looking for a D-line coach Mm -hmm. at a private school. And That's so right I right. met up with him, um, me and him had one conversation. Like the first time I ever really got a chance to meet him, and he was like, bro, there's no way in the world I'm not going to want you to be part of my program. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I ended up coaching for private school uh, in Lutheran, uh, Lutheran North. Mm-hmm. And was I was there for six months, uh, and then he actually got me another job with him when I was actually driving from um, Sterling. I was mm-hmm. actually working with him at Sterling, like doing stuff with... Uh, in the SPED program mm-hmm. and uh, we was working with kids that had uh, it was like basically on the uh, spectrum of autism
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know what I'm saying so we was doing all that stuff and then while I was there um, I actually like once the season that ended like we was crazy about that story is we actually only had 17 kids that were on the varsity squad mm-hmm. and we actually made the playoffs 11 out of the 17 were actually all district and we had three of them and they were all state in private school. Mm, And one of them actually ended up, uh, one of the D-line men that I had actually ended up signing to North Texas and it was like the biggest offer that the school has had for like athletics Mm, or whatever. And so I was around maybe like November after the season had ended, I actually ended up getting a call from like this Arena football team who's actually known to actually put guys back in the league Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay I'm about to leave. I don't know what's about to happen. And so I Ended up was training for about a good two months and then New Year's came around this is around like January 5th Mm And I got a call from one of my old coaches. They used to coach me, like the guy that actually recruited me to UT. That was like that was Alabama coach, Coach uh, Bo Davis. Mm-hmm. And he calls me and he's like, "Hey, um, what you what you got going on right now?" I said, like, "Coach, well, I'm just training right now. About to try to go to do uh, arena right now." And he he's like, okay. Well, would you have would you want to have opportunity to be a graduate assistant somewhere?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so I said, "Coach, like if you find a place for me, I said, shoot, sure, I'll." I'll Definitely would want to go just to Mm -hmm. to get my my situation started, and so he said, "Okay." He told me, "I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna call you tomorrow." So he calls me the next day, and he's like, "Hey, saying I got three schools that might be looking for places right now. Like I'm gonna see what I can do for it." And so I had got two interviews with uh, this two programs that I'm not gonna mention because they don't even matter,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: and they both basically told me that they they had somebody that was lined up. Mm -hmm. So then what was crazy is. I got a call from my DC, my defensive coordinator, who's a defensive coordinator right now. Mm -hmm. He's the one that, that Coach Davis called him and told him, hey, there's a young dude that's in Houston and he's gonna be there, Like he's gonna be really with y'all or whatever. So they told me to be able to go do an interview. I went into the interview process, Like had my whole suit and tie on and them asking me about a whole bunch of questions for about a good like four hours. Dang. And then. What
0: an interview, man. That's dead. That. That's, <laughs> that's a long interview. I don't get hired after
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like crazy because I just met like everybody that I met, you know what I'm saying? They would just ask me different questions about certain things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I left the interview. Um, I was on Wednesday. And then that Friday, I got a call. They said, hey, Coach Hogerson want to meet you. And Coach Augustine was at West Virginia, and mm-hmm. you know, West Virginia was in the Big 12, mm-hmm. so he knew who, who I was. Yeah. So I go in the meeting room, I go meet with him, and he's like laughing and whatever, because he remembers me. He was like, man, I, I did not like you as a player, but I, I respect you a lot. And so I met with him for about a good, like it was maybe about five minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Walked out, they told me, like, sat back out, like, uh, on the outside of the office, and then they called me back in, and he was like, you right for the job. Like, you got a job. Wow. And I've been there ever since, you know what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. it's just like, all the stuff that I had to deal with before that time, me not even knowing like exactly what my life was going to be at, mm-hmm. and understanding that the process of where, like, we were at, in, at the beginning of the time. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, you know, it was hard and it was difficult because of the fact that, you know, like, you go into a new program, you don't know anything that's going on, mm-hmm. like, as screwed up as it is, because I'm not going to talk about the old staff, but mm-hmm. there is something that I want folks to understand about about what's going on at the University of Houston. Yeah, yeah. When we got there, which is, which is mind-boggling to me, um, there were seniors who only completed 60% of their graduation stuff.
1: By the end of the year?
3: They were seniors. Who did not even have the qualities to be able to graduate?
1: were Were these seniors decent when it came to the sport, football? They were. Were they able to go to the next level? No.
0: How how is that what shouldn't like the guidance counselor, y'all partner with the guidance counselor and then they check to see if, if these players have the eligible credits? So I know I know
3: I'm not gonna talk about the old staff. <laughs> oh, <okay>. okay. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> <That's what> they did.
0: <laughs> because
3: the deal then the, the I'm not gonna talk about the old staff and what they did, mm-hmm. but to me there's no way in the world that you don't take care and make sure that your kids get their degree. Especially yeah. For, if anything you know they, they would give they would help them. Like yeah. like, like the, the best the best way I can put it the best way I can put it they were passing classes on bare minimum just so they wow. can be eligible to play not to graduate get good enough grades get, get like pass enough classes so you can be eligible mm-hmm. instead of actually graduating right yeah
0: now when I was playing what they did was like if you didn't have enough credits they talked to you and say hey man you probably might want to change your major because if you don't have the necessary credits you probably might not play next season. But so how many times?
1: Me. You can't change your major that many times, right? Yeah.
0: Like, for me, I was in... How many I was times in, you going
1: to change your major? I, I think maybe twice. Twice or three
3: times, maybe. And, and they, they, time. they
0: ended up doing me wrong because I, I was in kinesiology, right? And I needed, like, a whole bunch of credits because I, I transferred from... I was at WT, and then mm-hmm. I went to Incarnate Word, so I needed the necessary credits, right? And then... They said, "Hey, like, if you don't change your major, you're gonna be not be eligible." So I was like, "All right, cool. What do I need?" you are like, "Go ahead and take sociology." And I was right. like, "Whatever, sociology." That same year, bro, I end up tearing my Achilles and then wasn't able to get that scholarship at the fall. So I was just like, "I ended up doing it for no reason, bro." That's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So like, and one one thing that I like I respect a lot about Coach Hogerson is every day we're meeting about. Academics, That's good. and and he has pushed the agenda of making sure that guys graduate with their degrees yeah. before they leave here. Because we have had conversations, and I have conversations with other coaches about you know, what I'm saying like the importance of graduating. Because you know, like it's it's very very important for anybody. Like if you don't like guys want to go and try to play in the NFL, and the one thing I always tell my kids at some point you're gonna have to put your cliques up for the last yeah. time. Yeah. And at some yes. point, what have you done yeah. to put yourself in a position to make sure that your family is straight? If you're just chasing the NFL, the NFL is not gonna come to you. You gotta be able to put yourself in a position so that when you're ready for the if that is what God is calling you for, mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying, that you should be able to go do the stuff like that with football. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, for you, like like the, the best thing, the best way I can put it is i rather live like a prince the rest of my life than try to live like a king for five years
0: yeah absolutely right you yes. know what i'm absolutely
3: saying right and so yeah. like the the way that you live like that is you have to have the agenda to say look i'm here and a lot of us like don't understand the importance of breaking generational curses like if i'm going to be at a school regardless of, of how hard the classes are or something like that I, can't not, I cannot let my family back home down. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: know what I'm saying? Like, like like me staying up late, me making sure that my grade stuff is on point, it's gonna benefit everybody. Not just myself, but everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I do respect about Coach Hogan. Like, and there's a lot of things I respect about him because that's, you know, so that's my coach and, and I know how much he loves and cares about them kids. And mm-hmm. just seeing that and just seeing how the culture is changing around us from the first two years we were there up to now, man, it's night and day, man. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. What
3: do you got for us,
2: yeah. Robbie? So I got a question. Uh, well, first off, we're past the five-minute mark so you can speak freely now. <laughs> <laughs> and two, have you spoken to any of the players that you had that they pushed through who didn't necessarily uh, get a good degree or a degree that can uh, acclimate them to society?
3: They ain't doing nothing with their lives right now. Wow. And when I say nothing, I mean, like they're straight up playing Madden all day, not doing nothing. Mm. Like they don't have, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's bad. Like it's really, really bad. And I'm seeing, like, where, like you can go back to school. Ah, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to still go to Lee. I'm like, fam, the NFL not ca- if the NFL ain't calling me. Yeah, they ain't calling you. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like
3: they're not calling you, bro. Like like you need to go figure out what your life is. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times with athletes is we, they people be like so pressed about. Like, them, that three-letter word, yeah. like, so yeah. pressed on that three-letter word, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like, why, like, if, if, like, I'd rather be good at a bunch of things and making sure that I'm straight and have all my A's, you know what I'm saying, how the hell need to be before... I even think about the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like when That's I was true. in school, like I wasn't worried about the NFL. I was worried about what my class is going to be like, mm-hmm. what I want to do with my life, exactly like what, like the plans or whatever I have. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. guys just sit around and, and, and wanted to say, oh, I'm going to the league. And then on top of that, which I always tell them kids, too, if you ain't putting in the work to try to be in the NFL, it's, it's, don't, it's don't talk about the damn it's, NFL, it's, man. It's, it's, yeah.
0: I, you see that all the time, especially the guys we know, like, Guys who play with high school, they're, they're you know still trying to go in semi-pro, and like I'm, I'm more than supportive for you, but sometimes I'm like, man, like even even unknowing what you're doing to your body, mm-hmm. like at some point you got to be here for your, for the people behind you, right? Mm-hmm. And I know for me, like I tore my Achilles, and I knew from there I was like I'm done, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like for anybody that's still trying, just like why
1: football? Football is a it's a tough sport. Football could damage you not physically but mentally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I don't know who that was that just recently. Uh, Carl Quits in NFL, uh, who that is retired? He just said he had to focus on his mental uh well being. I can't think of his name right now, but literally, it literally was like three days ago. Uh, really, Calvin Really. Calvin Really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he just he, he's he he hasn't been in the NFL that long. And he's going he's hanging up his cleats because it could destroy your body physically and mentally. And if it's like you said, God knows what he has planned for you. Mm-hmm. When you keep trying to chase something that God doesn't have planned for you, he gonna keep slapping you, man. What, get out the way I'm still gonna go. get out the way them, them slaps gonna have you falling into situations that you never feel like you'll mm-hmm. get yourself into but it's because you're trying to do it within yourself you alright you need mm-hmm. to lean towards Proverbs 3-5 it's written right here on my chest alright <laughs> look Proverbs 3-5 <laughs> lean on the Lord and not with you your understand. own understanding Yeah. okay you follow him he's gonna lead you to where you need to be mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and NFL may not be where it's at you know You had the situation, you went to the Kansas City Chiefs. That's big. But, unfortunately, it didn't work out as planned. Speak, how how did that make you feel after? Just, you know, speaking for those who, the young men out there, that's willing to try to go into that situation. That's, that's, (laughs) I'm making it to the NFL. I'm going to the pros and let them know how how it goes. You know what I'm saying? It's not a piece of cake, I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh
3: man. Yeah, because me, me and you ain't even had that conversation. Nah, we haven't had that
1: conversation.
3: Um, so for me, uh, the transition, you know, like being there was, was a blessing in itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was 23 at the time, like that was pretty much like one of the hardest years of my life. Just to how much like football really meant to me, how much like, you know, I wanted to um felt like I wanted to provide for my family not already like, and I felt like when I got cut, you know, so that I was basically failing my family mm-hmm. at that time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so um, before all that stuff that happened, man, like I was really, really in a dark place in my life. Like really in a dark place. Just because it was one of those things where I felt like I failed everybody, I failed everybody at Westfield, I failed everybody at UT, I failed my family, like, everywhere, and so, um, I can laugh at it now, man, because it's it's, it's it's really crazy. Yeah. So, around November, around November, like, when, when I had that, during that transition time right there, like... I got an, immune mean depression. I was sitting around, like, trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. I was out here putting in, like, applications. Like, I remember at one point, bro, like, I was putting out, I put out, like, 50 applications. Then I get not one call back. Wow.
1: Oh. And, and you, and you, and he was a graduate from the, from the University of Texas. And it was hard for me trying to find a job. And you got a degree, too, right? And so,
3: um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going Cause I I gotta, I gotta prepare you for this, because it's it's, it's mind boggling too, man. So, um, Lee had just died, had died a year ago.
1: Yeah. RIP, man. And
3: when I was getting ready for my pro day, which is the same year, my, uh, one of my closest cousins had passed away from uh, kidney cancer. So I was dealing with that a lot. Mm and just that transition like just from from all that and then getting cut and then trying to train still trying to keep my mindset or whatever and i really felt like i was like i fucked up basically and so i actually thought about ending it all
2: Mm.
3: you know what i'm saying like i i got in my car i got in my car i knew exactly where i was gonna go I know exactly how I was going to do it. And I got a phone call. I got a phone call. And uh, it was my friend Benita, who is a, a film a film, a photographer and stuff like that at UT.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And she called me. And she was like, hey, Tank, um, I don't know why, but God told me to call you. Mm-hmm. And like I, I need to talk to you. And we talked for about three hours, dog. And in them three hours, like, I got off the phone with her. I cried like so hard, bro. I was like, God, like, I don't know where my life is gonna go. I don't know what I'm gonna do without football. But if you tell me to trust your word, if if you told me to trust your word, so I don't know what's going on in my life, but I'm gonna get my life back to you mm-hmm. because of how dark my my, my place was.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then fast forward now, God, that's crazy. <laughs> fast that's forward nice. now, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's wild. like I can't even describe the feeling of how I feel right now, mm-hmm. just because. I stayed the course. Mm-hmm. I didn't let you know. what I'm saying that stuff. Like it's always just about like, like y'all wouldn't even have known that. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. like all the time like, I've been around you, bro. Like, yeah. like you,
1: I, I never would have known. And this, this 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 happened before the way. Yeah, we'll get to that story. Yeah, that's long the waiting too. Yeah, yeah you also, yeah. you were you were at the waiting too.
3: It was way. It was that was like past but that was like when I was. I was getting myself in, in the place of where I need to be at. You know what I'm saying? It, mm. it was a tough transition, just to be able to go through that stuff, you know? But I have, um, my mom and them didn't even know, like I told them at, at, like later down the line, but I just told them like, you know, like my story bro is, how like, I thought, I and after I like, had a conversation with her i was sitting like how selfish of it like how selfish of me it would have been to put my mom through the stuff like that or like like y'all and and my sisters and all my friends Mm -hmm. and my family like like that's selfish of me Mm -hmm. because i'm going through hell right now not understanding that for everything like every diamond that you ever see has to go through pressure Mm Everything in your life, you are gonna have to go through something. Like everything in life, you gotta to, to go through something to get to where you want to get at. Yeah. Yeah. And just because you're going through some struggles, does not mean that that is not like like you're getting pressure right now. And God has always said that He always gives His toughest battles to His toughest soldiers. That's like right.
0: battles for sure. Definitely. I like how, I like how he said that. He recognized that it would have been selfish. It almost makes me think that you're supposed to go through that would you not say that too after hindsight where you are now when you say that you were supposed to experience that struggle
2: because
3: at that point right there in my life I realized two things about myself one I don't have to do everything by myself
2: mm. mm-hmm.
3: I don't have to do anything by myself
2: mm-hmm.
3: because I felt like I could, I didn't want to be around anybody because I felt like you know what I'm saying somebody was going to be like oh what happened to this like you know like I didn't want to have an answer and yeah. I wouldn't be able to know. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. So let me just distance myself from everybody. And then when you by yourself and you're in a depression, bro, it's like you don't understand how like that feeling of just feeling alone when you got everybody around mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Like I even like I was so depressed, like I got like I deactivated my my, my original Instagram, deactivated my Twitter, deactivated my Facebook just so I can be away from everybody because I was like I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get this right now because you know what I'm saying like, like I Don't understand what's going on and in that time, you know, what I'm it was like it was like brick by brick by brick like how everything which is happening where like I Had to go move back in with my parents for a while because I couldn't I couldn't afford to have an apartment My car got repoed at that time didn't have a car for about a good six months you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find a job, couldn't find a job. Out here trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, like had a, had a uh, girlfriend at the time. Me and her going through raps whatever because I didn't have the money of, to be able to function. You know what I'm saying? Like Stuff like that. And it's just like, all the stuff that I went through just made me realize that, okay, like when you're going through struggles, one, you don't have to do this by yourself because you got people around you that if you just tell them or just talk to them, mm-hmm. they can be there for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that fake stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's not fake. You gotta have folks around you, and two at the end of the day, man gotta have folks around you, and through your toughest times, you gotta pray you gotta you gotta stay close to him mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you gotta talk to him. You have to talk to him Because at the time when I was going through that stuff, I was always asking, like, why you got me going through this? Like, what is going on? Like, what did I do wrong? Why it felt like I was at the the crossroad of being where I thought I was supposed to be at. But then it felt like you pulled the the red carpet underneath me. Because I saw the light. I was there. And it felt like you pulled the carpet up behind me. And he basically told me, hey, man, I didn't pull the red carpet under you. I'm laying out a whole new different thing for you right
1: now. Mm, you just got to see it.
3: You just got to you gotta be able just to just understand just what I'm going, what you're going man, through right now. Man. That gives me chills. Man. Nah, no, facts.
0: That gives me chills. Facts. Did I tell you, like, how I actually tore my Achilles? No. So, the most interesting story ever, I promise. So, when I was in Incarnate Word, I was actually... When I was at West Texas, I actually, when I was there, I said, you know what, I was gonna be done with football because the atmosphere there, it was just a lot different from Westfield. Cause you know, from us, it's brotherhood, yeah, community, yeah. and you get over there, it's just like, I don't, I don't care about you, like you're just a number. And yeah. like that kind of turned away from football, right? So you stop playing, then you get those feelings, like dang, I lay everybody down, you know, I lay everybody down from Westfield, you know, my family. And then you're like, okay, I gotta go back. But um, I ended up not going back there, I go to Incarnate Word, so I'm, you know, bust my ass all season. And then it gets time to the spring game, two before the spring game, I had a dream, right? And I was talking to somebody in my dream. And you know, when you're laughing, you just like key and you look up. Mm-hmm. And I look up and I see a little girl there. And I'm like, whoa, like you just appeared out of nowhere. She said, you need to talk to God right now. And I said, what? She said, you need to talk to God right now. And I said, what's going on? And again, she said, you need to talk to God right now. And in my head, I'm like, what did I do wrong? I remember just blacking out, waking up, right? And I was like, that's a crazy ass dream. Following me later, you know, in my dream, and I'm talking to this guy, and he said, hey kid, how's football. I was like, man, it's going good, man. We got a spring game, you know, whatnot. It's gonna be good. He said, did you know that if you just work hard, you can have whatever you want in life? And I was like, you know what, you right. So I woke up next morning, I'm like, man, I'm finna bump weights. I'm finna squat more, I'm finna run more. I'm like, yeah, I got this, because that's my confirmation in my head. I'm like, I'm going to the NFL. You know So mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I got this right. So we have the practice before the spring game and I get all the last reps because I'm, I'm technically the walk on right. So I'm getting handoffs, handoffs, handoffs. And I maybe get 10 handoffs and we have the 20, right? After you just broke out for a long run. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dang, I got a lot of handoffs. I'm surprised I'm not hurt yet. So I'm like monitoring myself, right? Then we get to the one yard line and I was just thinking about the guy in my head. He was saying like, you know, all you gotta do is work hard. And you gonna have everything you want. So I'm like, man, I'm gonna score this touchdown. And they do 26 power. The quarterback rolls out. I take my drop step. As soon as I take my drop step, boom, blows up on me. I just hit the ground. And I roll. And I was like, dang, my quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Did he did he kick him back in the leg? So I get up. They're like, oh, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. I walk off the field, take off my shoe, go to the trainer's room, and they said, what happened? And I was like, man, I felt like I kicked in back of the leg. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I just feel like I got kicked. Dude looks around the room, he's like, everybody come here. I'm like, man, it's crazy. He said, tell me again. I said, it felt like I got kicked in the back of the leg. Everybody goes, "Ah." Oh. I'm like, man, what is going on? <laughs> and they said, well, we think you probably tore your Achilles. And I'm like, all right, you know, how long am I out? So my trainer, he looks around the room, everybody's like, ah, what's going on? You know, like, ah, like, what's up? And I, and I looked to him, and I said, how long am I out for? And he said six to eight, and I said weeks. He was like months. And then from there I was like, oh shit, I'm done. Like I'm done, I, I came back, I got to my room, and I just bawled, I just cried. Like I was just like, I, kn- I know it's over, you know what I'm saying? But it brought me back to the last game that we had at Westwood because I remember this uh-huh. literally, uh, I, uh, I remember this vividly. When we lost, bro, I said on the sideline, "I said whatever happens today, I give all glory to God, and you are gonna see it through." And I think about me walking in the locker room and you balling in the you, locker room, you, taking off you, you your me. shoulder pads. You remember that, uh, bro, I remember that. bro? You, you wasn't really <laughs> doing. He wasn't doing would, too much. I, I, would like, I was just like... He was like this, like literally bro,
1: sitting just, with your shoulder pads still on. I was just like... He's sitting there. I'm balling because I knew I wasn't going to play football again, bro. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, bro, and then if I did, I wasn't going to have the brotherhood that I had at Westfield mm-hmm. High School. You know, you alumni. You know, you alumni. You alumni. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest brotherhood ever. Bro, It's it's crazy to hear y'all tell these stories about injuries because... I got injured my senior year, messed up my shoulder. Yeah. But um, and I feel like I probably would have done a lot better if I didn't miss danger half of the season. Even spring ball, uh boot camp, all that. Seven on seven. Seven on seven. I missed all of that, bro. So I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to actually build myself up for senior year to become the better a better player. Um but I really wanted it. I really wanted it. So my freshman year of college, I grind that summer going into my sophomore year grind i went to davis high school because it was right across the street from my neighborhood flipping tires running on the track i went to work in the morning i'll work out in the evening i went to work in the evening i work up wake up six o'clock in the morning run to the track and run on the track get i bought me i worked at academy got 50 percent, 80 percent discount on the mm-hmm. day parachutes all equipment that i needed so i'm like okay this is what i need to do working working get to sfa to set my second year walk on made the team dang Oh glory to God. Like my gosh, my pops dad, I'm playing football again, excited as heck, bro. Mm-hmm. Get out there, and I technically didn't get hurt. First of all, I ain't gonna lie. I got out there, niggas about six, eight, and I'm five, ten, and I'm like, why y'all so big?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: you <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't scared. I'm like, this ain't normal. I only seen three, three of them. <laughs> this ain't normal. Big kill uh, Anthony Smith, I only seen a few of y'all, I ain't see that many when we was playing So I'm getting out there, I'm like, God, it really was the defensive lineman though So I'm like, I am like, ain't got to worry about y'all Doing one-on-one, 707 was almost like doing it at Westfield Same, no you know, the people same size, maybe a little bit taller, cool, you know what I'm saying It was one day where they had me going heads up with the defensive ends, bro <laughs> As a walk-on, I'm like, this can't be right First, I'm going first I ain't gonna lie, I'm nervous as heck. I'm like, bro, I've never ran again. But <laughs> oh what am God. I gonna do? I'm not gonna lie.
0: I'm
1: like, God, dog. I'm, I'm playing it cool though. I'm like, man, fuck, man, shit. I just gotta take it. Balls? <laughs> got to see it through, my boy. Got to see it through, my boy. Bro, i oh,
2: man,
1: hey, bro, I got the ball. Dudes, oh, God, dog. By this time, the reason why we did this drill is because we lost the prayer view at home. Uh, name. We at D1AA, they, HBCU, whatever, what's, mm. what's, whatever they are? Swag. Swag, yeah. And we lose the prayer view at home. Mm. So we have to, I had to take the heat, walk ons. I get back, I'm back in line by six, seven, of eight of us. Back in line, back my turn back up. I get uh his last name was Collins, boy. I, man, shout out, boy, Joker hey, was <laughs> like this. I'm like, yeah, I know, this is the person I ain't wanna go against, so why y'all doing this to me? So I'm like, my pride. My pride get the best of me. It's just like, man, I'm not about to be out here looking like no bitch. Like, I'm about to just do what I gotta do. dudes Again, by this time, I think I got a concussion because I started getting mad. Mm. I was like, man, fuck this. I started getting mad, bro. I skipped everybody in the line. Went first again. Nick line booze, head messed up. Get back in the line first again. Booze just messing myself up because of my pride, mm-hmm. my anger. That's when I start realizing, dang, my anger is really bad. Like I'm willing to sacrifice my my met, my mental health going against dudes his size. I didn't care. At this mm-hmm. at this point, I'm mad. After a while, it was like oh, I'm walking around, everything's spinning. They're like, man, you need to sit out, Pill. No, get off of me. No, no, I'm to go. Pill, you need to chill out, bro, like, for real. Man, no, man, F this, F this. Take my helmet off, and I threw it. I'm talking about throwing temper tantrums in college, bro. Mm-hmm. They, man, get them out of here. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. They took me to the back, and they, the, they analyzed me, the trainers. They had me doing some type of computer stuff. You mm-hmm. got to get, like, a, I don't know what you got to pass it. I failed mm-hmm. it with flying colors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had to had that, No good.
1: My, uh... Gus Johnson, man, he played. He know makes an the NFL uh, play for a little bit. I don't know if you know Gus Johnson. He played with SFA my senior year in 2016. He graduated in mm-hmm. 2015. He's childish. Now, that boy ain't got a, he ain't got a concussion. He got a concussion no. They started making fun of me and stuff. I ain't care. I was out of there. So, I failed it. Tried to take it again because I'm ready to get back on there. Failed it again. Took it like four times. And then the fourth time, I finally got it, bro. So, I missed probably a whole month. By the time spring ball came, I was sick of it. I didn't like the coaching staff. I didn't like the program because it was nothing like Westfield. Mm-hmm. You no know, brother, you know, it was few. I, I was cool with this. Westfield set the bar too high. Set, Westfield set, set the bar. bar. That's what I'm basically coming to. Mm-hmm. It ain't about what I went through in college, but that was BS. Westfield High School it set, the set the bar, bar high expectations how I'm thinking every school's supposed to be like that and I it, thought wasn't. it
0: was bro especially at West Texas bro like when I got there it was cool cuz I got in the summer I was getting you know getting paid with the homies mm-hmm. right then you meet the coaches and then like the coach that recruited me I thought he was going to be there when I when I got there he was gone so I'm like mm-hmm. all right so now I got to be buddy buddy with somebody else then you Dude, know, when, even know like he oh, I hate this coach bro I ain't <laughs> gonna say his name but like I was I was doing the defense so bad they didn't even call it, like Red like scout team anymore. They say Kalon, and everybody get running like, all right, this is what we gotta do, Kalon, Kalon. And I was like, all right, you know that scout team. And then I was just doing them so bad, and my coach be like, oh, you think you're better than what you are? I'm like, I'm taking a dump on y'all number ones every day. Like, I'm not that. I, it's not that I'm like cocky or anything. It just, it's just what it is. Like my first time, my first play on scout team, bro. They were like, we need somebody at receiver. I'm like, all right, I'll go. Had a post route. I'm running, hit the hit the uh, hit the slant. I'm jumped up, and it's a six-year safety. He's supposed to be like all all district, whatever. Snagged on him, and I was like, "Oh, I said, like, oh, this is what time it is." And from there, I had all the confidence. I'm like, if I snagged on somebody who's been here for six years, I'm like, "Oh, this gonna be a this gonna be it." So yeah, yeah. every day at practice, I'm doing them doing them bad. But one thing was my, my attitude there was like it was it was bad mm. because when you when you at Westfield and it's not working like together, you start to get pissed off. I'm like, dang, like. Why am I getting plenty for this dude? Even though we did, it was like more of a selfish way at mm-hmm. West Texas, right? And then and then for like them, you could be better than somebody and they will still play somebody over you. And you're like, how? And that yeah. would bother me because I'm like, if I just got on the field, bro, we would win. I mean, our team was good regardless. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm clearly better than this cat. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. put me on the field, right? right. So... That would bother me, and then I would let that get in the way. And then at the end of practice, we'd always end up running, right? Yeah. So we'd do, you know, 40-yard sprints. Bro, I would act like I had cramps, bro. I'd be like, man, this. I'm like, ah, my legs, my legs. But I kept doing that too much. And then I ended up rubbing my teammates and my coach the wrong way. Pause. And then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you be rubbing them,
0: man. we hey, you have a compilation of pauses, but every episode is a pause.
2: Right?
0: So, what do you mean by that? Yeah, <laughs> but said saying the same, bro, Westfield and like the type of team we had in the family immunity, you will never find anywhere, bro. You'd be lucky to have that in a college team, but... To this day, to this day, my wedding, bro,
1: he was right behind me, hand passing me the ring. We didn't have no no groomsmen or no bridesmaids, but I just needed somebody to pass me the ring. Big bro had me stay night cause you can't see your wife you mm-hmm. was your fiance before the wedding so I stayed with him. I remember I stopped and got us some jack-in-the-box on the way to your crew Thank you. That was my thank you for The <laughs> like your, your big hungry ass wanted to eat so I made sure I got you some food <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Then my boy right here showed up and supported me as well You know what I'm saying so the brotherhood always stays like this and what years later three four years later Look we're here doing a podcast about this who would have known three four years ago? We'll be together doing a mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm That's saying? Real. So my quick question, and you know, you know we always, always have all the juicy facts out there. He's dope and he's active, but unfortunately he's not a father right now. Uh, unless, uh, is this something that I still nah, don't, is there something not, I, nah, boy. is there something nah, that you need boy. to tell
3: me? Not yet, bro. Oh,
1: okay, okay, just make it so, because I know I ain't, speak for I ain't speak to you in a minute, man. It's been a minute, so I got, I'm playing, playing catch-up right now, Uh, but uh, do you plan on having having kids soon? Yes. Okay, I've I recently seen a TikTok that you said something, you was in a dream, or the woman you dreamed was your wife, or... Yeah, um, so <laughs> yeah, so ba- so basically, like um, I'm not
2: sexist though. No. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell so, is that? going to like? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just continue, just in case something come up. Everybody know because I love the women, man. I just I, I don't want to get canceled out there. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled by the women culture. They have their own culture, bro, it's scary. I'm not trying to get canceled by them, I need them. He's not Please. sexist. He's I'm not, not sexist. sexist. <laughs> He's making that uh, you know, so you
3: know, so like, every episode. So, like, for me, like, uh, I had a I had a dream one night, man, and um, I had I had two dreams, matter of fact. Uh, one of them, I actually saw like, a little girl run up to me, calling me daddy and stuff like that, Uh-oh. and I was really seeing her, like, you know, like, I, have have said this for years. I've always felt like I'm. I always felt like the first child that I have is gonna be a girl. And for me, you know, um, I've always embraced that. I've always said that, you know, like at the end of the day, like you know, it's whatever God wants me to have. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, bro, like I personally have seen my dad and how, like, my little sister, who's now. It's about to turn 18. Wow. She's about to turn crazy. 18. That's how my son her at the
1: Chris Brown concert. You know what I'm saying? And like, crazy. Like,
3: like, just, like, when we was at Westfield, man, just, like, how she, like, she was seven when I was a senior. Wow. And just seeing, like, how much she changed me as as, as a brother, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I've always looked up to my, my older sister, mm-hmm. but actually having someone that, having a younger sibling like her, cause like my like like I know a lot of folks always say this, bro, but like my sister by far was is like one of the like most perfect young women that I've ever seen. That's How good. she acts, the way that she talks, the way her mind thinks, and like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she doesn't sneak around, she doesn't do all the other stuff. Like she literally, bro, would be like like she's cut off friends. That have been trying to be fast, and she's mm. like, "Yeah, I don't talk to you because I don't believe in that. Like, mm. I'm, I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm focused on this. You focus on boys. I'm focusing on my grades because yeah, I'm trying to go places. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. saying? And like, she talks about God all the time. Um, and she's 18. She's 17 right now, 17, the 18. But, man. And when I tell y'all, bro, like, like she is like the, the she is the female version of me. Like, she watches anime. <laughs> she sits there and, and we talk about anime, watch anime stuff like that. She like wants to go out like when we go out whatever like it's like the best time ever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just best like some chill stuff man but um one thing i was going to tell y'all man like you know i've always supported y'all all the way through you know what i'm saying because we are brothers at the end of the day man mm-hmm. and i just want to let y'all know man for like from the bottom of my heart bro like i really appreciate y'all just being the young men that y'all are and you, the, the the fathers that y'all are, you know what I'm saying? You, like, yes. people don't understand, especially, you know, like like in, in our culture, how important it is to have a strong male figure in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a testament to that, man, because, like, um, which we're going, we're going to get into anyway, because I've, I've been ready to tell this story, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. My, Say
1: it.
3: Like, the person that I call my dad it's my stepdad, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, that's not my stepdad, that is my dad. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he's been around me since I was one years old. Yeah. And I learned some like more information about my dad, man. So my mom was talking about like, like how much like, like the transition of how, like for, for when she was with my dad, they had got a divorce for the things that he did. Like gonna bring it up, but they ended up getting divorced. And then she didn't mean him. It didn't mean my 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 dad, Stephen
1: Lee Henry. And, and
3: she you he, you changed your name,
1: your last name for him for your stepdad for him yeah for him. That's, and, that's he that's, that's, <laughs> and he cried. he cried. That's, that's dope. You know what I'm right saying? There,
3: like bro. he cried, bro. That's, that's, um, a, yeah, that's dope. And so my my mom was just telling me the story, man, of how like she basically like, like, he had got a better job right, when they was like, like first like meeting each other, or whatever, right? He was gonna move and go somewhere. And she was telling him like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh like, I don't think you should like, it'll be selfish of me to tell you to go, uh, not to go get your dreams. Mm-hmm. So go get the job that you wanted, because my dad was in the army, so he got like a better army job. Mm-hmm. And so, he was sitting there, and he said, well, No, I don't want to leave because if I leave, you know, I'm not going to be, I ain't going to be able to have a chance to to grow with you. Mm -hmm. So, he ended up not going and ended up just finding a a normal job or whatever, right? Just to like provide, like like provide for us or whatever. Mm And my mom had two kids before he met them, you know what I'm saying? And you hear guys now talking about, so now nah, I'm not going to talk to nobody with kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, 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 like, like, what? I don't even know where in the hell I would be at right now if it wasn't for him making that sacrifice yeah. of, of raising somebody else's kids. And my dad was a jackass. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing about it, too, bro, like, I got a lot of respect for my dad because, and, and I, I've had conversations with my real dad. Like, we're, we're tight now. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can good. go in and, and, and explain this. My real dad has only been to in my, in, in, that I've seen with my eyes, he's only been in three of my games. Three of, like every game that I've ever played. From like Little League. From little, little League all to the, the, the way to, to college.
2: Yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying? And there was one point where, like, we didn't even talk in college. I didn't talk to him to my senior year. My fifth year, as a matter of fact. I, last time I even had a conversation, like, like the first time me and him I actually had a conversation where I wasn't upset anymore was um, my graduation, matter of fact, it was, when I, I stopped being mad and told him I forgave him and he cried in, in front of me. Mm. But he showed up to one Little League game, he has that picture, he took that one picture, right, and that was the only Little, little League game he'd been to. He showed up to my championship game in middle school when uh, when I was at Boundaryl. Yep. Playing, playing, and we're going against Clotton, And then he showed up to one of my Westfield games, and that was one of the most awkward moments because I didn't really respect him at that time because that's something that happened in middle school, which I'll get into later on as well. You remember what
1: game it was? At Westfield? It? it was yeah. my
3: junior year, it was my junior year, and I think it was after we played, it was a home game, oh. Beaumont-Westbrook.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, y'all won that game too. Yeah, it was a bad game.
3: It, we we beat the crap out of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we beat the living crap out of them. They wasted gas. They got they, they scored thirty five points, and that was really because the threes were in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was like it was one of them. Like it was like seventy to to thirty five what the score was, and that's they crazy. scored twenty one points in yeah, the that's fourth that's quarter because like we we had like, we had already like let, let everybody like was was sitting back just chilling mm-hmm. type man's. My real like, and my dad, the one the person I call dad, has missed two games, and them two games is because he had an important job to go to, and he showed up. He left like he left that day, and hurried up and came back to be there in the third quarter.
1: So he technically didn't miss
3: it. He didn't miss it, but yeah, but he but, but, he, but he don't he, he, don't, like, he don't like he don't like he don't like missing stuff. You know what I'm saying? He he don't he's one <laughs> through like he, if there's something like going on, he gonna be there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? and then he missed my last game my last career game or whatever because he got extremely sick so he missed my uh the last game I played against uh, Baylor because Mm -hmm. he was
1: really really sick
2: but every
3: other game every other game bro he's been there
1: y'all won that game against Baylor didn't Mm -hmm.
3: y'all and I called him looking for him he said man I couldn't come he's like we couldn't come I was like man what He's like, I didn't want to tell you that because I was sick. But if you wouldn't know, you wouldn't be. In, I wouldn't be in the stands. You wouldn't. Have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Mexican, the game. So yeah. I was just sitting back, just laughing at that though, man. But man, like, it is very, very important for young men in the world to have their like a strong, caring father figure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember a time, bro, where like he made the sacrifice of just staying there and we didn't like, like everything felt like we was like in a fantasy world you know what I'm saying well, we didn't have a lot and now as we stick back like looking at it back now man like my dad's in, in an industry where black men don't get frowned upon really for being an in industry with creating machinery right you know what i'm saying where it's not a lot of like folks that look like us that's in there that. right yeah. but he's smart and intelligent enough to be able to go out there and do the things he want to do and there were folks that were trying to stop him mm. you know what i'm saying for doing what they want to do like wouldn't give him a raise when he deserved it because they wanted to give it to somebody that looked like them mm. you know what i'm saying or folks telling him that he's not, he wasn't going to be good enough to, to have that type of position, right? So, like I said before, bro, I'm going to tell you how powerful God is, bro. My mom told him, like, baby, like, like, why don't you just start your own? Get your own. She kept saying that, like, for about, like, good six, seven, eight months. Baby, you should go get your own. Why not have your own company? Why not have your own company? You're smarter than, you, you're smarter than what these folks out right here trying to tell you, like, why don't you go get your own? So finally, one day, one day and this is always what i always say when you live right when you're living right and you take a leap of faith Mm -hmm. you live right you take a leap of faith you'll have no idea how powerful god is because right now he's owning his own business right now he's doing exceptionally Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. to the fact that folks got to call him folks that they they talk down on him have to call him because that's how cold he is at his Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. Like, 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 like hey. and that's real talk, bro. Speak, man. That's real talk. Dog, folks that that's... talk down on him have to call him.
1: Yeah, you know this, what I'm saying? this stuff we needed to hear for sure. Right. Like folks, like, sure. you know what
3: I'm saying? Like, like, They got a lot of folks, bro, that, that you know what I'm saying, will be like, oh, like, I'm, I'm going to be here or, or, you know what I'm saying, down here talking down on your name, but guess what? them same folks that's talking down on you gonna have to one day ask you for something. Mm-hmm. The folks that treated you like crap before gonna be the ones that's gonna have to call you at some point. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm also living testament that because it was the last step that I had at UT, which I'm not gonna talk about them folks over there cause that's a whole nother story, but folks over there that treated me like crap had to call me to try to help them kids out.
2: Mm.
1: Folks that <laughs> they, they, they
3: treated me like crap are the ones that's calling me, that's calling me to ask them for something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's always, bro, like, like you take a leap of faith. You take a leap of faith. You do what you're supposed to do. You treat folks the way they're supposed to be treated. Man, God is going to bless you unconditionally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And folks just think about, like, it's about, like, the money part of it. No. It's not about that. If you're doing stuff mm-hmm. for money, it's never going to be successful.
1: Boy.
0: <laughs>
1: you hey. You, this boy yeah, he said that bro we just had we had this conversation over the phone when we first started this podcast Mm. same thing you said he said if you do it for the enjoyment of it because you love to help people and you love doing what you do you love blessing others god gonna bless you in tremendous ways that you wouldn't even imagine then getting that flimsy 100 dollars just for that particular shoot you know what what i'm saying money is nothing bro money is the root of all evil bro
0: yeah you never have but if you don't have like a purpose like for us you know, we could have easily just been like, oh, you know, start a podcast and then just made just People. bullshit content. But
1: $20 to come on the show. Exactly. But like. we,
0: what we do is we, we're going to share our story because we feel like nowhere in this space ever is there, is there a place where guys, fathers, or father figures can come and just speak their mind and be free. Right. You know, because we know how it is, you know, to be married around right? a girl, you, you you can't really say, say what you want much. to. Right? Even the stuff you're saying is not really like hard, but mm-hmm. there's nothing like, like I was telling him, I was like. I can tell you, Robbie, you know, go get the remote. All right, cool, but I tell my girl, you know, which I don't got one, but I tell my girl, go get the remote. Why are you telling me like that? Like, you're being yeah. rude and just like, just
2: give me the, give the remote, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? No, i rude.
0: You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what we did. We, we, wanted, we wanted to create something where, you know, guys like-minded, just like us can come and just enjoy themselves and, and hear stuff that we talk about, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. That things that we say, but we, there's no place to put it. You know what I'm saying? But this is the place. And even if you're not a dad, but if you're dope, active, you're out here doing something, to being a father figure or professional, we want you on yeah, the show. It don't matter. It don't matter if you're a father or not. Mm-hmm. If you're
2: dope and you're active, we definitely want you on the show. Mm-hmm. Robbie, got some for you. Yeah, so take your marriage, right? No, I'm not. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. yeah. Not yet. Ladies,
1: <laughs>
3: not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you're in
2: a you better get him before uh, Robbie takes Oh, he's single and ready to mingle up. Hey, you better get him for
1: Robbie, take because he better be known he's single. You <laughs> he better hurry up. So I got a
2: question. What are, you, what are you looking for? Outside of physical attraction.
3: Physical stuff don't mean nothing to me, man. Yeah.
2: You got to look mm-hmm. at him all day, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a plus. That's a plus. I'm
3: saying? That is a plus. Ah, you know I'm hey, that is
2: for plus. Plus plus. Robbie, but, food, man. but for me, man,
0: like, um. Show your face.
2: How about this? <laughs> season
1: season finale. <laughs> <laughs> to look dumb, at man.
3: Um, <laughs> that was funny. You know, man, like like the the soul of somebody to me is basically the biggest thing for me because it's always about like I've been in situations, man, where I've talked to like some of the most like prettiest women, mm-hmm. like to me. And the content in which they, they they mindset and stuff like that, bro, ain't where it needs to be at. So it just make them look ugly. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, just because you're beautiful, like on the outside, does not. If you're, if you and your thoughts and the way that you move, the way that you care about folks, if it's not the way it needs to be, mm-hmm. then you're a ugly person to me. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, like you don't bring no value, and yeah. for. For me like because of how like much like I care about folks, how much like I'm willing to look, like spend my last on anybody, you know what I'm saying like, like the folks I care about. If I feel like you're not out here doing what you need to be doing and just because you're fine or whatever like that doesn't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said like like physically like physical appearances don't mean shit to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always just about like what, how you are like spiritually, how you are emotionally. Can we talk about things? Can we actually have a good like content of, of 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 talks, you know what I'm saying? Like like, what's your thought process on certain things? Like what can, like what can you do for me as far as like give me substance? You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And not just about like oh like the sex stuff, like anything like that. It it don't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? It's about like. If I, if I, can I see myself waking up at you every morning and us having conversation, can I see us out here actually like going down and helping our kids, like can I see us like doing that type of stuff? If the answer is no, then more than likely that like you're not the person for me, because that's what I'm always about. You, you know, not forget to cook. Ain't this good. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, my mom and my, honestly, my aunt told me always, as a man, always know how to cook, just in case a woman don't know how or don't cook. You won't never starve. But so, if it, but it, but it, she doesn't know how to cook, teacher, what y'all gonna eat? What you gonna eat though? That's why you need to learn how to cook. What the kids gonna eat? I'm not gonna lie. My what,
2: what what the, what the little ones gonna eat though? They gonna
1: well, you learn how to cook. What's wrong with that? She can't ain't, like nothing, ain't nothing wrong with no, look, I couldn't too, that right. be I shall I no,
3: look, Phil, like, his thing about it too, my dad was like, <laughs> if they don't know how to cook, don't talk to him, right? My mom <laughs> said, well, you better learn how to cook, cause you're gonna have to eat for your damn self. <laughs> right. So like, when like, I like hey, to cook, I forward. like to cook, I like to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, It is like, always
1: good to have your woman cook for you. Yeah. It's just, as right. a man, it feels good to come home to eat, a healthy meal, you know what I'm saying? Now, it's okay to cook as a man every now and then. But if you just not cooking at all, come on. <laughs> come on woman, come on lady. I ain't sexist, but that is
2: crazy. Nah. <laughs> you know they
3: They're gonna lady, come lady. for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, not me, I they come coming got, for him. They,
2: they gonna come yeah. for
1: you now. Look man, Look, hey, man. this is a guru on TikTok. This man here, I don't know what this man be talking about 98% of the time. Oh my gosh. But because he got so many views, it sound good. What he be saying? It really be some true stuff.
2: Oh,
1: what's your what's your Instagram? I mean, what's your what's your TikTok? Man, Instagram. Ah. No, nah, let's not do Instagram. Let's let's do TikTok first because what's unfortunately his Instagram is going under some comp maintenance. <laughs> it's getting hacked. How in the world did you get hacked? Well, why would they hack you? Well, tell us, explain that. Just go ahead and tell us. Well, so watch uh, out, people. Watch out. Well, That's for right. well for that. Um,
3: so my my instagram got hacked because there was a person that uh was using somebody else's account right they hacked their account so they started dm'ing me about stuff whatever right and we was having like a normal conversation and it was basically about like um one of my friends whatever they lost their mom and they had lost their dog at the same time whatever right so i'm sitting here like like we're a real conversation because this is like the only conversation me and her could actually have mm-hmm. And so they had asked me to make a video for them, like two videos. And I thought that was sketchy at first, but I was like, what are you using them for? Like, what is this for? And they was like, this is for like uh, something, whatever for uh, this company that I'm using, whatever. So I said, all right, so I made the videos. And it's just like, which is crazy because it was on September 10th,
1: right? So I September, do that. September 10th, what's that date? What's that, is that a big date? Is this this is it, yeah, because it was
3: recent. Yeah, because the day, like the day before, you know, gotcha. before seven, uh, yeah. September, whatever. So we go. We're in our um, we're in our team hotel. So I send the video. I go to sleep. I wake up. I go downstairs and do our team stuff.
0: The team activities,
2: Paul. <laughs> I didn't realize it. <laughs> you are fucking terrible. You. Terrible! Ah. All no. the
3: way! Oh! <laughs>
2: Ew, my gosh. Alright. Blooper!
1: <laughs> oh man, you're getting
2: them off track. You're getting them off track. Gonna right.
1: talk about, are we going to talk, talk about polygamy too? A little
2: bit
1: later. <laughs> the oh, story, story, man. the story. This is the story, man. This is
3: the story, This story, man. Those with a passion, you hear me? You gotta that hear out. me. <laughs> cut this part. Cut this part. Oh man!
2: Delete, delete, delete! need that footage. Ch- all right.
3: Oh, so, so I go, so yeah. I go downstairs. I go yeah. downstairs and um, we eat. We we'll do all like normal all uh, team stuff or whatever. And then I come back upstairs and my I couldn't get back in my Instagram. And so I'm looking like. What the hell just happened? So it just so happened that I was smart enough to have my old, my uh, I had my Tank Strong account, mm-hmm. which is for strength and conditioning. And I had another account, which I'll talk about that later because it's actually something that's big that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I just so happened to have a different email for that. So that I checked it. Mm-hmm. And basically the guy went in somehow Change the email to his email and use the videos whatever to try to get folks to send the money now And so I've been trying to find trying to talk to because they Me me up today because I try to hit up like Hello, are you there? Try to hit up Facebook and Instagram telling like yo like I'm getting a whole bunch of folks that are reporting this Why the hell is this not down now? Cause I'm telling y'all, this is not me.
0: Yeah, I just seen a post like last week. Some about uh, if you if you have two hundred dollars, in uh, it DM me. I was like, it was a video of him talking. It wasn't a video. It was like like a post, like like a text post. Right, that video that you made was for that that you
1: thought it was for that girl. Well, I thought it was and for her.
3: And then the, the messed up part, and the messed up part about that was like I ended up like hearing her up about the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like not even thinking about it, and they basically used all the DMs. That she had found out information to like, you know what I'm saying, to make it seem like it was her, like you know what I'm saying, like using like information or whatever. I guess they, she was like DMing other folks, mm-hmm. like just like normal folks or whatever. And once he hacked it, he started using like like her information, like like, like the certain conversations, and certain things that she was saying in her in her uh, mm-hmm. what's the names or whatever. So he was actually acting like him himself. So I have a friend who works at a certain place. I'm not going to tell you where it's at, but he works at a certain place that's very, very known that that as soon as you get on the internet, you're probably going to hit that bad boy up. FBI. No (laughs)
2: saying,
3: I got a partner that works at Google. Mm. So he ends up finding out who the guy was. First of all, he's African. If you're looking at this, I'm on your ass, boy.
0: <laughs> so. You're not turning away from me. You're uh, not turning away from me,
3: my friend. I'm coming for that ass. Why? Why? You why? On that. Why? You <laughs> Pause on that. What? I on that. But, um. He gets so, it.
2: <laughs> this guy.
3: So, we, um. So, we ended up finding out exactly where the guy was or whatever. So, he actually ended up hitting up some of the folks. And so he tried to tell somebody or whatever because he hit up somebody that I work with mm. and he actually was like, well tell him that he gotta send me X, X amount of money or whatever to get his account back, right? Mm. So I took the phone and I made a video for him. I said, bro, let me tell you something to you. I said like, I don't want that account no more because you didn't change it to my account. I said, I have a whole nother account right now and it's, it's getting back to where it needs to be at. I said, so I don't need that account that you have. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to stop, like you're not gonna stop what I, I had going on. So like, at that time, like. And my DMs, or whatever, I had like certain endorsements that I was gonna actually start like having or whatever, like with clothing companies, certain things like that, beer conditioner, stuff like that. Right. And because of that, like, I felt like I was gonna, I lost that or whatever, so I was mad, but I was also like, well, you know, I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, well, baby, like at the end of the day, too, like, like whatever you lose. You're gonna gain that back mm-hmm. because you know the purpose of what you're doing. Like, you're not doing nothing bad. So, it's like everything that you lost, I'm gonna gain back. And sure enough, so I made my new account and told everybody about the new account. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude tried to block me off of everything. Like, he tried to block, like, both my accounts. Wow. Just, I'ma tell you what's crazy. I went in there and, and tried to get, like, all my followers back. Mm. This dude blocked me, bro, just so I couldn't even get them back.
2: That's crazy.
3: You know what I'm saying, and I'm just like, bro, like, like I got like
1: four thousand, I got like four thousand folks and, back, and that's probably that's crazy because what it is is probably God telling you, it's you don't need all these people, yeah, you he know what I'm saying, you like, probably it. was cutting some of that down for you, and, that and, probably, re- and you know what's crazy, in what's
3: crazy, it really was, bro, because like I'm seeing like, okay, I got all this stuff whatever all this folks whatever man and like i'm not i've never really been the one like care about like the the followers type stuff you right, know what right. i'm saying like it's cool but it's not like it's fake right you know yeah, what i'm saying like, that, like it's really like, like like folks use social media as a platform to be able to make themselves look better or to be able to try to put on persona for folks who don't even give a shit about you you know sure. what i'm saying yeah. so then it's like bro like i'm not worried about the followers it's more so like I like one of my. Like, I worked. I worked for this, but at the end of time, at the end of the day too, like like you got you can have six thousand followers and only have like a hundred folks like your stuff.
1: Right. Because the and them
3: folks and them folks that like your stuff are the ones who care about you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like just want to check up on you, or just like want to see like what's going on with you type right. of stuff. Like right. the other folks, bro. Like it's just like right. who cares, bro?
1: Yeah. Followers ain't big, bro. You got four thousand, six thousand followers none all of them don't know really who you are you get what i'm saying Which yeah, they crazy. Be, and, and, that, man, and that's, that's crazy right. off of tiktok i didn't think it was even gonna do that i didn't know nothing
3: was gonna happen from bro, TikTok.
0: I, like bro your tiktok <laughs> your tiktok is your following is it's huge i see it
1: right now where's he
3: at he's
2: at uh 38.7 thousand yeah bro
1: damn and you get what's the most views you got on yours uh
3: one video i think when you and like with when, when, like six, one million yeah, bro. I got one. I got one that hit a mill. So I should need. I should
2: need some Yeah. What's your niece? What you? What
0: you, what
1: you be talking about? Everything. Everything. I talk about everything, bro. Hey, you know, it's, what you being hacked, scared me when you called me, bro. I'm like, damn, is this really tank? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hacked phone too. I got, I got, so like,
3: all my, all my stuff, whatever that. It's, it's really like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I do stuff that's fun. I do stuff that's that just chilled.
2: Yeah, that's one. That's, that's the million video. There's a woman in the background where there's 140. If <laughs> <Hey>, you can't <laughs> have <handle> a real woman,
3: guys, <laughs> just say that, man. <laughs> but right no, Coach, you know what I'm saying? People say you're over know, you there for the little boys, you're like me, like go swimming, swimming in the lane, so. Mm. You, you need, need to, to save my boy? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to save my boy? Let
1: them know, yo. Hey, I'm gonna have to save that video. Airdrop it to 000, my computer and put it next put it underneath the video on the podcast. Show it. That's what I'm gonna do. I put it in the clip so too. they can see. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Definitely. That's crazy. Drop the clip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's gonna drop. <laughs> but like, I talk about everything on there, man. Just you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't like when I do stuff, bro. It's like I don't really. I just have fun. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's about I having fun on there. You know what I'm saying. Like I. I really did that. Like, I started, like, doing TikToks or whatever, like, during, like, COVID when we was all, like, sitting around there chilling. And I was just like, okay, like, I don't really, like, this is new. I don't know how to use it. Like, I'm just figuring this out. But then you start finding out that, like, which is crazy because, like, you're really, really creative when you get this chance to sit down and really, like, think about certain things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, like, I've never been the type of person, like, When I was in high school, bro, like, I hated taking pictures. Like, I could not stand, like, hey, bro, like, can you take a picture of me real quick? Mm -hmm. I couldn't, like, I I was like, bro, like, I hated that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, looking back at it now, bro, like, I wish I would have did that. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could have, like, have pictures with with folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I look back now and there's so many, like, different memories that I can think of. But then it's like, I look back at it and it's like... Because of how I was, which it was honestly ain't a bad thing, but it's also like you gotta be able to cherish moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like actually like have them experiences and be able to say, man, like I remember when we was here and like, bro, you remember when we went to this mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, to show like different pictures of us just having fun, like now I'm more like I'm like more saved about taking pictures because I'm like, bro, like who's to say like you know what i'm saying like like we can all leave here and go to sleep and not be able to wake up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's like you want to be able to cherish every moment you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you should cherish every moment now especially now yeah
2: definitely. you know what i'm
3: saying definitely like now like we definitely. should definitely like take take a, a chance you know what i'm saying to have for definitely you.
1: and man that's i've been knowing you since sophomore year i've been knowing you freshman he brought me in as a big brother bro i, I was <laughs> Literally came to Westfield as a, like a pipsqueak, bro. I was little, 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 little. I, I didn't have none of this, bro. I didn't have none of this. I didn't look nothing like this. First of all, first of all, first of all, you had nothing on your face.
3: You was straight bald. Like, 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 a, like, a small Neck neck, mo- neck right? like, I'm talking about like, like,
1: long neck <laughs> <laughs> it was barely, hot, head, hot. barely had it for are flaming me right now, man <laughs> You know it's true What hey, you mean? And the glow up is real, though So I ain't even sure like, ah. You know what I'm saying? You have to go through the trenches You're we, still You still ugly, though Alright, that's cool <laughs> <laughs> That's all that's good so That's all good Nah, bro, but, man The way we met, bro It was crazy Because uh, you The first thing he told me Coming to the room it was like nothing what up bro i i don't what i don't know what class i met you in but i know i was like darryl williams was my cousin mm, you know, I remember,
0: I remember you, that. you know uh,
1: that's how i introduced myself because i didn't know nobody i came from aldenia district but i knew mm, everybody knew who my cousin was so i had to let him know like man look d williams my cousin so, don't, don't, don't fuck with me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> D. Will,
3: I love you. I was not scared, cause he was like, man, yeah man, uh, D. with my cousin. I looked him like, okay, and I play with him, so what you wanna
1: yeah, say? Yeah, <laughs> But he was like, man, shoot, that's a big, you and Deontes, bro, to my boy Deontes, he was like, man, Deontes, come on, bro. come on to the weight room. I was like, man, okay, bet, cause I know D. I, I always told me. Well, you need to play receiver. Mm-hmm. He like, go up to Lil Meekins. Shout out to Lil Meekins. <laughs> Shout out to Big Meekins for the show. And he said, hey, go play receiver. And I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to go. I went up there like, what position you are, Chachi? Say, dog. What's your position? It's like,
0: uh, receiver. what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> it
1: smells like eating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, dog. Put your ass on the field then. That's, the first, that's all he said. I'm like, Gosh. dang, was that easy? Bet. But uh,
2: scout double
1: check. Uh, <laughs> hey man, but yeah, it's right, that's when it that's when it's when it started. Hey,
2: so I got a question. It. You're on both. You were on both sides, right? You were once a player, now you're a coach. What's the biggest difference that you've seen between the two? Um, it's more
3: time consuming on this side. Um, you know, we we talk about like having like a good like strong like foundation of things. Yeah. It's different when you're a player because it's like, okay, like I can go spend, like, like I can go watch film, like, you know what I'm saying, like, like as an athlete, you're spending a lot of time as far as, like, throughout your day, right. you know what I'm saying, but you can still try to go home. I'm in the office at 7, 7, 7.30 in the morning, maybe even earlier than that, depending on what type of, what type of practice it is. I'm not getting home until maybe 11.30, 12. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like there's more. It's more time consuming, mm-hmm. but it's also a bigger reward because you're like, as a player, you're sitting here like, okay, like I'm, I got to listen to my coach, try to put, like I got to put myself in the best position.
2: Yeah. As
3: a coach, every day I wake up in the morning. This is also why I say money doesn't matter.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Every day I wake up in the morning, I thank God and I tell him, hey, what God, what can I do today to make the young man that you put in front of me bet a better person every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and that's why like, I, I like the passion that I had as a player has switched over to being a coach now. So when they make plays, I'm hyped up. I'm on the sideline jumping up and down mm-hmm. and, and yelling and cussing like, like other folks out, whatever. Cause I'm I'm feeling the enjoyment of watching you and telling you like, hey, like this is what you gotta do because it, you know what I'm saying? like. I'm telling you to do it like this. I'm telling you to start this way. I'm telling you to put your hands right here, because I know it's going to be successful. And right. when they do it and they make plays and they're excited, that makes me feel good inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm seeing them succeed at what they want to do. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we talk about how like we had kids that when we first got there when we got uh, when we got the U of H that didn't have the like certain like tangibles that you would really want. Right. In the three years we have been there, all the kids that everybody try to talk down on, are the ones that's making plays now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like We got one kid right now that, that, I ain't gonna say your name, bro. I know you watching, I ain't gonna say your name, man. But we got one kid, bro, that when we first got here, Like we thought like, okay, like, like we don't know what this guy's gonna do. He's in the top 10 for sacks in, in, in U of A's history right now. Mm. Bringing his tail she, off. We got yeah. another one that's sitting there it's like, really, really close because he's working his, his tail off too. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just about like, how much you can actually pour in the kids and watch that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like i'm not a father but i i know the importance of having somebody that cares about you as a as a, as a football player mm-hmm. because at the end of the day like you will go through a wall for a coach that cares about you oh, yeah. you will yeah, yeah, yeah. go you 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 will, you will do like you'll do everything you can to make that coach proud and all my kids make me proud every day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i know what they've been through like we yeah. got a kid man that um, like he's from, he's from Cali, and he was in foster, like foster care, you know what I'm saying? And um, but like he's a little rough around the edges, you know. So he grew up, he grew up uh, off of Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying? Like he he been he been through some stuff before, you know what I'm saying? Like he been through some stuff, and seeing how he is now, and even though like he gets on my nerves sometimes, but as a as a, as a person. I can see the, the change in development in him because at the end of the day, like you're using like 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 you're not letting your story, your beginning of your story, uh-huh. be the intel of where you're going. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to do better. And he's a great kid. We got a whole bunch of kids that have been through some stuff before, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And just the one thing I always respect about the game of football is just that you it doesn't matter what your background is mm-hmm. it's about what you believe in and what yeah. you're getting achieve. Yeah. because like we had folks that didn't talk shit about us for the last two years you don't get like, that and we're doing what we're supposed to do right now we're ranked right now right
2: mm-hmm.
3: doesn't mean that we're finished because we still got four more games left and we're gonna do what we need to do to go do, get the things that we're trying to achieve mm-hmm. but i tell them kids right i said hey at the end of the day it don't matter about everybody else yep. because at the end of the day everybody else that's that's patting you on your butt now mm-hmm. was talking shit about you a couple yeah. weeks ago and saying how much we sucked yeah and now you're trying to ride the wave now don't try to ride the wave yeah. now when everything high in glory yeah. like now like it don't matter about what everybody else do about what what we believe in right. we the only ones that believe in ourselves in the beginning and right. that's all that matters right
1: right that's all
2: that matters bro that's all that matters bro hmm. So you think being a coach is going to prepare you for
3: being a dad one day? I think me having good father figures around me is going to prepare me to be a a good dad. And I think that the steps that I've I've had with the father figures that's been in my life Mm -hmm. has made me the type of coach that I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can sit here, bro, and talk about every coach I've ever had. that I know that they love me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, from... When I was a, when I was living in Austin, I was a Austin, when I was a Golden Eagle in Austin, when I was an Austin Raven, when I was a Bama Patriot, when I was a Westfield Mustang, when I was a Texas Longhorn, you know what I'm saying? When I was a Kansas City Chief, when I was coaching at Lutheran High, when I was just around like a bunch of father figures that instilled themselves in me just about being not only just. A, a good person, but just being the best that you could possibly be. And at the end of the day, it's not about you, it's about mm-hmm. those around you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, without, without the way that I look at life now, bro, like, there's no I in team, and everybody wants to talk about there's an I in win, but you gotta be able to turn that 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 W I N to a W N I, which is we not I. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't think of it, you can't think of it like, oh, like, yeah, it is about me. It's not even gonna be about you, because at the end of the day, guess what? Like, like, you can go stand up right now and go do something right now, right? You can sit here and say that I'm out here doing this, I did this by myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: When, at the end of the day, in the background, when nobody else gets a chance to see you, there's been a support system that's been around you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of hate when folks talk about something like, oh, like, if you want to be an individual, go play golf or go play tennis, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Who you think taught them that?
2: <laughs> you
3: know what I'm saying? Like who? Who, who you think? Like you? Yeah, you think they ain't got no support system? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, like any sport that we have, it's not about individuality. It's about with the the steps and that you still got a teacher at everything that you do. Mm-hmm. You may surpass your teacher, but there's always gonna be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And life is your biggest teacher. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. life will throw shit at you like left and right. But guess what though? You learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've always said this before, man. Like the folks that are in your life, there's a, there's two type of people in your life. It's only two. There are folks that are gonna be here for you, mm-hmm. folks that are, that are blessings, mm-hmm. and folks that are lessons.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You got folks that's in your life that, that, that'll be like, the folks that are around you all day that make you laugh and stuff like that, and, and any experience that you've had that you like, you know what, I just learned something from this. Mm-hmm. Whether that's from dating the wrong girl, <laughs> <laughs> they, they ain't the wrong. They in the wrong girl. not know what's going on. Being around friends, that that all of a sudden that like y'all ain't talking to no more because you got something going on for yourself, and they ain't got nothing going on for them. Whether that's teammates that was that that that, that you was trying to be the best teammate to them, but they really hated you for whatever reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or folks that say they're your friend, but don't want you to look that 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 they, they, they won't be hyped up for your success. Mm more than theirs, you know what I'm saying? There's not one person in this world that could ever say that Tang ain't never jumped up for joy when they did something for themselves. Yeah, you know I, what I'm I, saying? I
1: definitely can't say that. Like, I, I definitely can't say he never done that, bro. For me, for sure.
2: Like, I'm jumping up for
1: joy for any
2: little- He just nightmare. did,
1: he just did it for us, you know? Yeah, it well, cut man, he <laughs> 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 no, it cut off. No, he cut off. He cut off, I don't know why I did that. It's all good. But, yeah, he literally just, he literally just, he said, look, I, I'm a proud of y'all for being the man who you are, doing things like, like, just right off the, right off the roof, bro. We asked me to say that or nothing. So, I, man, that's 100%. If you ask me.
2: Sure. Well, I got one question, or one final question, uh, as we wrap up. Uh, how do you feel about college athletes making a salary?
3: Uh, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's the greatest thing in the world. They really work their butts off for that.
2: It bro, like like,
3: like, bro, like like why in the world would you not because I've always had an issue with folks that that, that say like, oh well, if that's the case, you know what I'm saying, they they do X, Y, and Z, right? But I'm like this though, right? As a college kid and everybody in this room has been to college before. Mm y'all know how hard it is to get up in the morning mm-hmm. to have to eat like ramen noodles for, for dinner mm-hmm. not having enough money to do anything for yourself right yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: you got kids out here that are paying for like i have kids and i and i was one of these kids who like you sent money home the little, mid amount of money that you do have, you send that money home to help out with something at the house. Folks know how that how that feels. Mm-hmm. It's the motherfuckers who never experienced that before, are the ones that are the ones saying they don't need, to, they don't deserve mm-hmm.
1: that, right? And who are you to tell somebody what they don't and what they do
3: deserve? What like, what do you tell like why like if they get something if they earn something, right? Because you know what it is. Jealousy. Yeah. Why? Like, 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 I didn't get that amount of money. There's a kid right now that's at Alabama right now that's a freshman that's making almost a million dollars right now as a freshman. Why in the hell would I not be happy for that young kid?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Why would I not be jumping up for joy for him? Get every amount of money that you can because this damn business that we're in would do that and spit you out at mm-hmm. any given time.
2: Mm-hmm. The NCAA
3: NCAA is a a billion dollar industry. Get every amount of money you can. Mm -hmm. Get every amount of money you can. You you listen to me now, everything that you earned, that is for you, and you help your family out, regardless of how much it may be. But at the end of the day, you earned that. You got a chance to have that. God gave that to you for a reason. Be resourceful. Do what you need to do with that money. And I'm talking to anybody that's an athlete right that that's listening to me. You get an opportunity to get a, a chance to do anything like that, you make the most of your opportunity because at the end of the day, it's about you giving back to those who have always poured in their love, heart, and respect mm-hmm. for you. And I mean that, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Get
3: as much money as you can. And
1: if you receive it receiver, don't go heads up with a defensive end. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> it just made you tougher in life, man.
3: <laughs> it, just, it just made you tougher in
0: life. Yeah, man. yeah, Okay. I will I might, say, to, uh, I will say to, like, every situation that I've gone through in life, I could always go back and look at football and figure out either how to get past it or where I, where I went wrong. And I feel like that's something that most people won't understand. They never played football. Yep. there's it so much intricacies to the game that's a part of life. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I will, I will forever cherish Westfield for that because on the team aspect, the culture, you know, fighting like our team 2012, we didn't really have nobody, but we were just close brotherhood. So we know you can just stack in the locker room and not even one dollar will leave. Yeah. and that's the kind of bond we had and like having that and or just losing when you know you're supposed to win mm-hmm. or winning when you didn't know you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like things like that, the game of football has definitely taught me so much about life that I'll forever be grateful for.
3: So I know you young gentlemen, you know what I'm saying, want to want to try to try to get a little bit of something. So I brought y'all a little something. Oh, brought y'all a little something. From, from,
1: from, from. Yeah, go Cougs, maybe. For, for, uh, go Cougs. Christ, yes, sir. Yeah. Hey. Can can bowl, football. Let's go, go Cougs. Let's, let's go, it. baby. For the H, put on, man. Y'all gonna win that bowl. Y'all gonna the bowl. you y'all, y'all in there. Y'all
3: in so there? We got, we got, we got other, we, got, we got other goals right now. Ah, one game at a time.
1: One game at a time, baby. Who was, who we got next? We got South Florida.
3: Okay. okay. Then we're gonna go to we're going to Temple. Okay. To, next week we're going to Philly. Okay. Then we got our next home game against Memphis, and then we gotta to go to UConn, and if we do what we're supposed to do,
2: just wait and see how God works. Okay. I like what is up. Sounds
1: good. <laughs> hey, look, and before we end this, we always ask questions. We got our picks. Two NFL picks, one MLB because, you know, the World Series. We're going to start with the World Series. Who you got? Who's who t- who taking it?
2: Astros Braves.
1: <laughs> you stay right down in the streets it's from it's the right? stadium, so you better be going.
2: <laughs> Where are we from? The <laughs> he
1: goes what's you, with a A's. He's going for the What's your thing? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and pull that up right now. They're actually playing right now in Houston. You know what
0: I'm Game six, right? Game, Game six. They win
1: tonight. When they. And they are top of the 7th six to zero. Oh, uh Astros uh, down. Damn! Ooh. <laughs> 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 they
2: might
1: do something. Well, <laughs> you never know. It might come back. Ah.
3: Angels in the
0: outfield, so okay, yeah. 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 Outfield. <laughs> they lose. So, they
3: done. That mean they mean the top top of the seven, mean, bro. Mean, six to zero. Mean, that's, that's
0: tough. That's, you know, they Don't think I'm buying this on mattress Mac. He put up three point five on the on the Astros. Yeah, he, he did. did. Made too much. Hey, that's
1: the money he gonna lose. Oh. <laughs> Let's look on the bright side, brother. We have the Cardinals versus the 49ers. Who who you think gonna win that? Uh is in San Francisco. I know Cardinals just lost against Green Bay. Shout out to Coach Allen. <laughs> right. Yeah, shout out to Coach Allen. Right. Go ahead, you with my team. Job, Kudos. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm.
3: I like I say
1: Cardinals. 38 14 38 14 that's tough man because we barely beat them last time that's crazy and they like they getting better but I was I'm a, I'm gonna definitely say Cardinals 21 to 20 21 to 20
0: <laughs> yeah man I'm doing it again
1: 28 14 28-14 okay, okay we got one more big game bro we have as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not going to say that the Texans, they're just out of the conversation from now on. Don't you ever bring up nothing about the Houston Texans around, me, <laughs> Unless they want to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that happens, but uh, it, I don't want to talk about them. We know nah, man. We have the Broncos versus the Cowboys. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, uh, judging the fact that they just got rid of a uh,
3: top pass rusher in their whole, what's the name? You know what I'm saying? Dak is, um, Dak, is Dak coming back? Or is he, yes. He's
1: coming yeah. back. He was
3: and even if, if, if he doesn't. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And even if, if he doesn't. Broncos. Hell no, bro. No, no I'm, saying, but I'm saying that. I'm just saying it's the Broncos. They ain't doing nothing against
3: the Cowboys, man. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They, ain't, they
1: ain't doing nothing against the Cowboys. So, yeah, I mean, if we're gonna talk about the Cowboys' schedule, they, you know, they on they're on their high horse right now. You know, they win five games in a row, they automatically go into the Super Bowl. Even but if they, they win you know, one. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I'm not talking down the Cowboys. They balling. Broncos. Then they got the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Then they got the Chiefs. Yeah. Then they got the Raiders. Then they got the Saints. Then they have the Washington. Football team, they had the Giants and they backdoor door had to watch their football team again in Dallas. Then they got the good old Cardinals and the Eagles. How many hard games do you see out of those? One, two. I say, I would say, say, two, I would say two, I say two, maybe three, but definitely the Saints. Yeah, because since uh, the Jameis. That's that's okay. That's it's not, okay. They It's okay. They, they, they make just They just beat they just they, beat the Bucs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey, they, yeah. they they just beat the Bucs. They got take some hill. That's true. So That's true. Um then I say the Cardinals is the second team for mm-hmm. sure. Uh and but and the they, Raiders and
3: then if they if they um, They the Raiders could beat the Chiefs. They get in, they injuries. The right Chiefs now. is
1: not. They almost lost to the Giants yesterday. Today? Yeah. yeah, they almost lost their Giants. They was getting ready to lose to the Giants last night, brother. And he,
0: Patrick Mahomes played a terrible
1: game. It was bad. He If, they, if, they were, if he wasn't that flag nigga caught on the interception at the end, that would have been it for the – He threw an interception, but it was a flag call mm-hmm. on the Giants. Gave him the chance to win. At that point, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's on the Giants' fault because of the, the penalties. If you eliminate the penalties from the Giants, yeah, they, 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 they definitely would have beat the Chiefs does. last night, bro. So, I don't know. Chiefs, iffy. Raiders, they're they're pretty good in the AFC. They're like top two, top three, best team in the AFC. They gets lots lost rugs
0: though.
3: It's tough. I just know this for a fact. Uh, they're gonna have a tough time when they play against the Packers.
1: Talking about uh, the, uh, the the Cowboys. Yeah. They don't. They play against the Packers. I'm talking about in the playoffs. Oh yeah, uh, they're gonna touch Packers, mm-hmm. Cardinals. The mm-hmm. uh, the playoffs are gonna be tough for the Cowboys. Packers, Cardinals, Saints, Bucks. Bucks. They not. They don't have. They're not playing nothing. Nobody right now. No, yeah. Cardinals got a very hard schedule.
3: Who's Who's doing good in the AFC? Uh, the,
1: the Beagles, Bengals, the
3: Bengals, the Ravens.
0: Ravens. Standing. Oh, the Right, right, yeah, right now,
1: at conference AFC. Uh, Titans. That's one. Titan, Titans That's 62. Nine. The Raiders right underneath them 5-2 and two. Baltimore is 5-2 and two. Then it's Buffalo 5-2 and two. Then it's the Bengals The Bengals went down Because they lost to the Jets On Sunday
0: Bro, <laughs> by a third string quarterback By
1: a third string All the, all the, all all the backups Did their thing this That's
0: week That's bad That was ball. Yeah, in the NFC You got
1: Green Bay Cardinals the Rams Rams ain't been playing Nobody either they had an easy, they had a gimme on it. And they, yet, just, and they yeah. just, they just. Bro, the Texans game was, was just
0: straight Rams, offense, highlights. The whole time. Like, the whole time. The
1: whole it. time. You ain't see nothing. You, all you see was Texas on defense getting ran through. That's, that's horrible. One. They, they, that's why we really didn't want the Astros to win. Yeah, they, you
3: know. I mean, the, only, the, the Rockets not doing too well. They only won one game, maybe two. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's great, though. Um, you know why it's great? Because there's one team that's out here doing really, really well in the city of Houston.
1: (laughs) And you see it. I got the gear. (laughs) I got the gear. Yes, sir.
2: Holding
1: down. Holding down. Man, but look, man, we appreciate you for being on the show, brother. Definitely appreciate y'all letting
2: me be here.
1: Yeah, man, for sure, man. Hell yeah. For sure. And, man, you know how we finish it off, man. Y'all already know. Peace. And blessings. Yes, sir. It's been real. It's been real, Ski. Hey, man. I know you hungry. You look like you hungry. I know you got to go get some food. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, no, bro, I got some burrito burritos my mama made in there today. About the 10 of us. So oh, you, some tomato shirts? There's only one left. You you split three or four? Hell no, boy.